mean, I get pretty worked up at the end. I do, but I'm pretty passionate about this. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We're recording. It's Bling Vera podcast. I'm your host, Bling Vera. Thanks. Hey, everyone, all those cool cats, all those cool hip cats out there in podcast land. You're listening to Bling Vera podcast, coolest station in the nation. I remember when we had a CB radio thing that we found in the alley, I think. And we were doing that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it's been I've been practicing this for a long time. Breaker, breaker, one nine. This is Red Dog can, can come in. I don't even think it worked. It was in the alley. Someone was throwing it away. A lost Dutchman's gold mine, east of Phoenix, Arizona, in the Superstition Spring Mountains. They would think it was like, uns- that was my ankle. They-, they would think it's Unsolved Mysteries guy, Robert Stack, but really it was just a child. Um, how's it going, everyone? It's what, Tuesday? It's Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. I had some developments last night in the direction of my life, <laughs> which direction I want it to go. Besides the gutter, besides the gutter. Um, it's winter time, so I try to try and avoid the gutter, actually. Getting colder, I should say. It's not winter just yet. I forget. I think I was bored last night as I was outside in the cold, freezing cold, <laughs> trying to acclimate myself for homelessness. And I think I started looking up eBay stuff and on Reddit or something, or just eBay stuff in general. And of course, same old stuff, same old glitches on eBay. People aren't getting paid and lots of questions like, is this a scam? Is this a scam? It's like, yes, the entire, all of eBay is a scam. Yes. Everything, anytime you're wondering if it's a scam and it's eBay, yes, it's a scam. eBay is not a safe marketplace. What was, I was reading last night that these accounts were merging. So people would get notifications and then they'd click on a notification and it wasn't their account. Like, it wasn't their orders, it wasn't anything, but they were they had access to it. Yeah. There are a lot, a lot of comments in that one saying like, oh yeah, that happened to me too, that happened to me too. The messages turned off. Oh yeah, the messages turned off. Another bug, another glitch. I'm like, man, eBay is not, it's just getting worse and worse. I didn't think eBay would be around in October. I didn't, but yeah, I guess it is. Surprisingly. I haven't looked at the stock price. It's going to zero anyways, it's a garbage company. eBay is not a safe marketplace used to be there used to be a day back in the way back in the day but not anymore it's not safe at all i would get all of my information off of ebay anyway so i'm looking at that and i'm reading that and i i don't remember why but i went to anti-work on reddit and it was so comforting to read people saying like or read comments and posts about like being sad working two jobs i don't have any money I'm still broke. Um, I can't make my payments. Like there's so many, it's not just anti-work, which I was kind of surprised. I I haven't been there really. I just thought it was a bunch of people that were like anti-work, but some of the posts there are like, like reassuring to me when I was reading them. Cause I'm over here in panic mode. I've had panic attacks since I was six for sure. Um, in kindergarten was my first panic attack. Yeah full-on panic attack and when I didn't know what the hell was going on I was all confused I couldn't breathe it was nuts so I got problems and I panic sometimes and I I was kind of panicking late I've, I've been panicking I guess you could say lately and just reading some of those I was like I'm not alone here 
I'm not alone. Like other people actually have jobs and they're struggling, but like, they're just like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of this? And I've been talking to gracious hosts lately about work a lot. You know, you need to get a job and get a job, get a job. And I've been comparing it to slavery. And sure enough, on anti-work, the Reddit, the subreddit, whatever, I don't know what it's called, the sub, the Reddit, anti-work on Reddit, they're, they aren't throwing it around like too loosely, but it's still the same, the idea, the concept is there. Like That's freaking reassuring to me because I walked out uh, a year ago tomorrow. That's my year anniversary. I walked out. I always put in my two weeks and blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you about putting in your two weeks. And let me tell you about sacrificing, making sacrifices for the boss and for the company. Oh, I'll tell you all about it. I'm just jumping into the first segment. Not even getting kooky or wacky. Getting kooky and wacky, but you know. So I would, I would, don't burn your bridges. You know, don't want to burn your professional bridges. You always want to put in your two weeks and put in notice and always leave on a good note. Like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll buy that, sure. I worked at a place for five years. I started there in 2012. When I started there, it was one store for 30 years. It had been one store for 30 years when I started there, 2012. When I left in 2017 to go back to school and open up all those doors of opportunity and make more money so I could actually live, it was four stores. One store for 30 years. I start there in 2012. I leave in 2017. It's four stores now. Coincidence? Sure. Yeah, it's just coincidence. But I'll tell you what sacrificing and um, not calling in sick ever, not going on vacation ever, barely taking breaks, coming in on the weekends, coming in on your days off, coming in when you're sick, pre pre pandemic dystopian present that we're living in right now it was pre post pandemic or whatever it was back it was back in those days when you'd call in and they'd be like well why how sick are you how sick are you freaking sick enough to where i feel sick back then man you couldn't if you were if you were like the workhorse being exploited entirely then you couldn't call in sick. You couldn't take vacations. Everyone else had the 4th of July off, I remember. But I had to go in and get some receipts or something. It... And so my point is, all that sacrifice well, left on a good note then, right? Sure, that's a good reference to have, right? Like, I guess, uh, he retired. He sold the businesses. He sold those businesses and, yeah, he's good now. I'm about to be homeless. Well, I am homeless. I'm about to be on the street. I'm practicing sleeping outside right now. One business for 30 years. I start there, turns into four. I leave. He sells them. I was actually asking for help. I was asking him for money. True story. The last episode, I deleted, well, unpublished a couple of other episodes, but kind of worked up. I was thinking about stuff to talk about, about last night. There's an airplane flying over, hang on. Yeah, there's an F-35 flying over, yeah. yeah. Hang on, get this squeaky chair. Make myself comfortable here. It sounds like some other noises, and it's like, it's not, it's the chair. It really is the chair, it's not. I wouldn't 
I wouldn't publish anything like, I wouldn't publish anything like that. So I had to suck up some pride back in like June or July. I don't even remember when it was. But things started falling apart, right? Un unraveling pretty quickly. And so I had been like waiting specifically, like waiting, like it, everything, all my resources are gone. Like I've, I've exhausted all of it. All right, let's call it boss man. I know he's going to come through. I, like we're good i put in my two weeks i left on a good note i helped him build this freaking business i quadruple it pretty much was it all me of course not of course not but i would say there's a pretty big part that was me the catalyst that allowed it to happen was me or is yeah just a strange coincidence but i had been putting it off and I've been trying to do my own thing, trying to make it work. And I was like, this isn't going to work. You need to ask for help. You need to ask boss man. Go call him up. Try and call him up. Yeah, it's freaking... Talking about the pandemic. I started talking about retail. And there's probably going to be an explosion of like local retail. Because uh, e-commerce is not safe. eBay is not safe. I told him all about my eBay story where they withheld... It started all this six months ago back in April. This is really, eBay was a huge, huge factor in my failure here. Big time, eBay was. eBay was a huge component to that, to, to me failing. Because they withheld $1,575 from me for my own safety. <laughs> Freaking eBay, man. So I told them, get all the information you can off of eBay if you're still using it, whatever. I said, it's probably going to, retail's probably going to explode here. Um, brick and mortar, you know, mom and pop stores. Kind of was kind of hinting, like, maybe there's a position open, possibly. But then he's like, no, I sold the businesses. Yeah, moved, moved away, sold the businesses. I was like, oh my God. Like, all right, well, that's, in, in the back of my mind, we'll get to the second segment here. We'll get to it in the second segment. In the back of my mind, I was like, well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe, yeah. Cool. You sold the businesses. All right. So I was thinking, like, well, he has to recognize, like, yeah, I kind of helped. But yeah, I, I did leave to go back to school, sure. But I didn't leave to go to another, like, store or any anything like that. It was just for personal reasons and uh, to better my life, I guess, make more money. I thought, yeah, maybe, you know, if he's doing good, then cool. He sold the businesses. Like, maybe he will be generous here. And so I told him the situation I was in, eBay, all that. And I said, look, I need some help, man. I need some money. He's like, oh, bling, I don't know, bling, ah, bling. Like, no way, like, no way. And then that was humiliating. That was humiliating. Because, well, he, bless his heart, he did acknowledge. He goes, I know how hard it was for, for you to ask for financial help. He's like, I know this isn't easy to do, but... I like I can't. He's like I can't help. Like I'm. I got stuff going on up here and uh, my family and whatnot. And oh man, I was so disappointed because it like dawned on me that those five years of my life, not calling in sick, showing up on time every day, got your back. I'd come in on the fourth of July, like. Stay late, fix, like, find workarounds when some of the equipment would go 
bad or someone else would break the equipment, even though I told them not, you know, don't spray that on the machine, you're going to break it. And it's like, oh, no, I do it all the time. It's like, don't stop. Don't spray it on the machine, you're going to break it. Come back from lunch and he's, okay, machine's broken. I found a workaround for that. Like, it, it was pretty freaking complicated, but I figured it out to where we could at least just get some things going on, on that machine, like get, get some product moving there. And just little tricks like that, like, I don't know, it's a pretty valuable skill, I think, to have. But it, sure, like they were generous at times and there's bonuses and stuff and it was fine. But like, I wasn't making a ton of money. Certainly not enough to buy a house. It wasn't enough to buy a house. It wasn't really, yeah. I, I, I was starting to get caught up there, but it's like far as savings and stuff. Yeah, I had, I had a little bit. I had a little bit, but yeah, uh, it was just so disappointing, man. And after that, that was, must have been in July, so what, like three months ago? After that, after getting ripped off by corporate eBay's corporate greed, uh, old boss can't help me, sold the businesses, so there's no position to even work there anymore. I even asked one of the coworkers that I used to work with, I was like, hey, can you, like, cash at me or Venmo me some money or something? Like, and don't tell anyone, because I don't want them talking or whatever. And then uh, didn't get a reply. I didn't get a text back. And, like, I used to, yeah, I brought her, like, um, when she got sick on her, yeah, I brought her, like, a freaking Chipotle burrito. Brought it by her house. I was like, hey, here you go. Feel better. See you later. That's like eight bucks, I guess. Didn't even really think twice, but yeah. I was like, yeah, anything would help. If you can cash at me or Venmo, like here's my Money Sign Skymaster 5, Venmo, and then there was just no reply. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, this is not good. You know, this is not what I was expecting at all. Like just to be forgotten about and forgotten about. If you don't have money, man, if something goes south and goes awry and whether people are suspicious or whether they're not, whether it's all 100% your fault or eBay got involved or um, not your fault at all, when you get kicked, when you're down and you can't get out of this hole, like you, like poor people stay poor for a reason. I wasn't rich or even like upper middle class by any means when I was going to school and stuff. But like I started to recognize when my car was getting repoed and uh, your car is towed 40 miles away into a different county. And like I can't get it towed out with Ogden Auto Towing. Like once you're stuck in this hole, you're stuck there. And it doesn't matter how much money you spend or how much money you throw at it. Overdraft fees, late fees collection calls, um, convenience charges, like it starts to add up real quick. Uh, reactivation, phone reactivation fee, uh, agent connect fee for $10, like it adds up. And if you don't have any money and you're already in this hole, like trying to get out of it, you, you can't. And I was like, this is a scheme, man. Like this is why poor people like stay poor. It's because it's just against them. It's just this big machine that's just churning against them. You know, and I started to put like so much effort 
into selling things locally and uh, just trying to start something locally. But I just lost everything. It was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, yeah, I got an email. on. I remember exactly. It was uh, May 13th. It was Friday. got an email that was totally not even connected to anything uh, financial or whatever. It was just bad news, uh, academic bad news. And like I... I just walked out of my apartment. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I couldn't talk. I was panicking. I was like super panic mode, right? I couldn't even talk. And I ran into someone I knew just, yeah, uh, by chance. They were right there because they hadn't talked to me for a while. They hadn't seen me for a while. So they're walking up to my place and yeah, there they were. I was able to get a little bit of cash from them. But, it, but at that point in May, it was already too late. Um, I needed to make a car payment on April 16th. And on April 16th, April 17th is when my eBay account of 20 years was permanently suspended. My plan from a long time, like when I first moved into that place, over, uh, it had been like over a year, about a year and a half when uh, I had started uh, executing this plan, sell, sell my belongings, sell all my belongings on eBay on the way out. And that way I have less stuff to carry. I'll have a, a pretty good amount of cash and I can just start fresh somewhere. And I'll have a you know decent amount of cash, be able to make my car payment, rent payment, all of it. I'll be able to pay it. Phone, phone payment, I'll have it. We're good. Now, I've had an eBay account for 20 years. I started selling stuff 2001-ish, 2003, 2002, uh, 2002, 2003, I think, is when I first uh, I sold a Book of Mormon, like a leather-bound book, like a nice one. Uh, it was the first thing I sold. I think I sold some Eric Costin skate shoes after that. That was like two, early 2000s, 2002, 2003. And then from there, I started selling stuff on eBay, like in, in phases. I'd find something that sells, like toys around Christmas, or I'd just find something. And it wasn't easy, and it, took, it was a lot of risk to put your money up front. But if you found the right thing and you got there at the right time, you could make money on eBay back then. Now there's too many fees and what, whatever. Now they'll just steal your money, eBay will. I put in so much effort to have a perfect account on eBay. Because I knew when, if things get tough, I can always sell my stuff on eBay. And I always wanted to make sure my account was in good standing, Always. I had 1,798 feedback, 1,798. And I was two away you know, from 1,800. I sold my computer and I sold the GPU in April. And I was like, hey, maybe I'll get my 1,800 feedback. It was 100% positive. 100% positive feedback, 1,798. Of those 1,798, I think less than 10 were negative, but it was probably less than five or around five that were negative out of all of those five were negative and my thing was like just ship it i wasn't ever trying to lie on the listing it was always accurately described broken four parts practically new excellent condition whatever i was always good pictures good description and i was always shipping it fast so the faster they get it the faster they can leave positive feedback Faster, everyone's happy, whatever. That was the PayPal days, too. You get paid really quick, too. Now, with eBay's managed payouts, yeah, they keep your money. They steal it. That's what they do. 
yeah, it's not fast money now. It's they steal your money. They have all the fees. They they steal your money, and then eBay steals your money. Such a it's a, eBay's a scam, dude. But it's not it's not the same as it used to be. It used to not be like that. Like just a, a giant scam. It used to not be like that. I don't know what if they got infiltrated or or what the hell. But third segment coming in hot. But anyway. Anyway, so that's what happened on April 16th and 17th. My account was permanently suspended and they never told me why. But perfect standing, perfect rating, above standard. The the um, the two buyers of the GPU and the computer, the Macintosh computer, they received their items on April 11th and I was expecting to get paid on April 11th. But I never, I didn't. It, it didn't come until much later. Eventually I did get it, yeah, but it was mu- months later months later when everything had fallen apart it was too late carter's car was repoed like it was gone behind on rent phones off like it would it didn't matter at that point no like yeah i'd I'd need five thousand dollars at that point but yeah it's too little too late and but it was months after I, i did finally receive it so yeah i guess that's some good news right but to go through all that and it, that was like a traumatizing man that sucked um losing my account my ebay account of 20 years and it's just like yeah it's you're done your account's permanently suspended we can't tell you why just security reasons and we're keeping your money i was like oh my god i remember walking over to the university that sunday morning just totally like oh my god like what am i going to do now like that was my that was my plan that was my contingency plan that was like that was the plan sell my stuff on the way out get some money and then go spread my wings and fly go somewhere and from just from there it all came crashing down just uh emotional obstacles on may 13th dealing with those panicking like a madman <laughs> panic mode uh not having any money for my phone getting that turned off car gets repoed getting followed around by the repo company calling the police the university of utah police in early september they didn't believe me they didn't believe a word i was saying it was it was so humiliating along the way and yeah i was probably like super fried and and like emotional and like panicky like yeah sure they probably didn't want to believe me because they were just like this nut like can i blame them yeah whatever i guess like yeah i would probably be a little bit standoffish too if some guy was saying people were following him and the repo company and uh they're trying to break into his car like i i saw someone trying to break into my car sent an email to the university of utah police gave them a description all of it and then a few like an hour or so later i see the same guy i didn't see him break into the car but I saw the same guy walking away from that area or walking that direction away from it. And I was like, hey, the police are coming. I call the police. They drive right past me. And then when they do finally get to where my car is and where I am, they just didn't believe me. They just flat out didn't believe me at all. And that was like, that was probably, yeah. That's when I lost it, I'm pretty sure. Like Gracious Host and I even talk about it uh, here and there. And, yeah, I'm going to start crying now. 
The best way I can describe it is I look like the fox from Sword in the Stone when they're chasing in the, the cartoon, when they're chasing the fox in, in one of the scenes, and he's running from the dogs and the fox hunters on, on the horses, and he's just totally like out of his mind running from the, the dogs and yeah, the horses. That's the best way I can describe like how I felt, how I looked probably, but Gracious Host and I will talk about it. And she's like, yeah, man, when, when I picked you up that first day, like you wouldn't even like look at me. She's like, you were hiding in the dark. Like you didn't want anyone to look at your face. I had a mask on the whole time in, inside. And I was in the dark. I was hiding in the dark. I said, can you turn the lights off? And I would just sit in the kitchen in the freaking dark, man. Um, it's sad. I'm so glad that I'm not that way now, but like I was gone there. And I slept for like three days straight, pretty much. But I slept for a good five days, solid, uh, thanks to her. And... Um, yeah, I owe her so much. Like, I owe her, like, my life pretty much. Because she brought me back. Um, no one else would. I would have been on the street uh, at the beginning of September. Or middle of September, rather. If it hadn't been for a gracious host. Truly. Uh, and she, like, rescued me. I, I was... I was so gone at that point. Like, who am I going to call the police and have them not believe me? That humiliating experience? No way. Getting followed around. These trucks are just following you everywhere. Why they're still following me after they got the car? It's me, man. Maybe it wasn't the repo company. Maybe it's eBay or maybe, like, who knows? Or maybe, yeah, maybe I started just to see things at that point. But she saw what I was talking about. I think she saw everything necessarily or could identify everything. But there were some times where she's like, okay, that's weird. Like, that's super weird. She would, she noticed that there was some very weird stuff that, that, that would happen uh, around that time. I guess it's probably not as much now, but I don't really go out as much these days. <laughs> stay inside, stay indoors, remain indoors. But that whole six months there was something I don't ever want to live through again. I don't think anyone should ever have to go through that. I think it's, 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 it's pretty disgusting to me. It's despi despicable that the University of Police have this thing on Lauren McCluskey's uh, anniversary or four-year anniversary of she's being murdered on the University of Utah campus. And they have Lauren's promise where the well, they'll believe, they'll believe you. They, they'll believe you. Like, I don't know. The police didn't believe me. And they're saying that they do, and that's part of the promise, Lauren's promise, so no one gets killed on campus again for being followed and stalked. And University of Utah has the most stalkers of any college in Utah. That messed me up in September. That messed me up big time. Um, but everything else from April... Uh, with eBay on, it messed me up. And to have, yeah, just 20 years eBay gone, uh, academic email that was not my fault, not my fault at all. 
Uh, there was nothing I could do to avoid it. I had to get it cleared up. Eventually did get it straightened out, but like panic mode again in, in May, calling my boss uh, in June or July, getting my car repoed in May. It was repoed on May 20th. I didn't get it out until June 23rd. Even though I paid on June 3rd, I paid $1,680 on June 3rd, but I couldn't get it out. It was towed 40 miles away into a different county. Just take my money. It just took more money. Ogden Auto Towing wouldn't tow it out. It's like, oh my God, like this is crazy. Like, how am I going to get out of this? I can't. And then to top it all off, it's like you get this disappointment um, from others. It's like, well, are you even trying to find a job? Are you even looking for a job? Just take a job, just take anything. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. There's this belief or this is like idea that because something some there's a now hiring sign in, in the window or there's an email that says we're hiring that there's this expectation and belief that the next morning you're working there all you have to do is just show up so it doesn't work like that there's interview after interview and there's email exchanges and the drug tests and and like stupid stuff that's unnecessary <laughs> like drug tests really it's so dumb. And that, so that's why, to kind of bring it home here, and cats are making a mess out there. One of them knocked the food off. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But to bring it home here, um, to the anti-work thing, like, they're drug testing people to get hired. And, like, the, the land of the free, the most free nation in, in the world... It's like, not really. I get, get drug tested if you're heavy machinery, FBI, CIA, whatever, government position, fine. Fine. But just a package handler grabbing boxes, like, you get drug tested for that. It, it's so dumb. It's such a waste of time and it's a hassle and it's, it's like nerve-wracking because it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're clean or what. It, it's still just... What if, what if, like, what if they mix up the samples or something? It's, it takes time to get that drug test back. And like, how, why, how did we allow this to happen? To get drug tested for a position that pays, what, $10 an hour, $12 an hour, 15 at the most? The last job that I walked out on a year ago tomorrow... My year anniversary is tomorrow. That I just got up and walked out. Uh, yeah, it, you had to take a drug test within 48 hours of the job offer. When did I pass? Like, well, I had I quit the job, so yeah, I passed. Freaking geniuses! But it's like I didn't even want. I had to drive over to at a certain time within 48 hours of of the job offer. It, and it's a job that I end up walking out on. I've never done that in my life. I hated it that much. I hated it. I hated it. Yet there I am, bending over freaking backwards to take a drug test and, and still nervous about it, a little panicky, as I, as I tend to get, for no reason, but still, yeah. 
wondering, if they mix up the samples, what if they, what if I walked by someone and, and breathed something in, or what, there's something on my hands or like on the door, and like just all these stupid scenarios that didn't matter, but it's still like just a nervous, unnecessary step and costly too to drug test. Like it's so dumb. And what if you're on medication? Do you have to get? It's just so stupid. The drug test thing. It's so dumb, but we allow it and we've allowed it for whatever reason. It, and if you're a junkie, you can't get a job. Everyone tells you to get a job, but you can't pass a drug test. So you can't get a job. So you stay a junkie. We'll get a job. Okay. Let me try and get a job. It was a drug test. Didn't pass. Got any drugs? Can I steal anything? Like, what? How dumb. Yeah, like, it's got to be the stupidest, the stupidest system that we have right now to pay the least amount of money to drug test you for like a position that doesn't even, it's irrelevant being drug tested, irrelevant. So you, you don't make enough money to even pay for rent or car payment, phone, all of it. You, you don't. Not an entry level position. You don't. Like the, ma the manager, like yes. the micromanaging, the wrong managers are, are there trying to manage stuff. It's like just a job you don't want. And you jump through all these hoops to get it just to impress everybody else. It's like, no, nah, dude, I'm not doing that anymore. I'll go on the street. One can try and help. If it, it's, it, I get so frustrated, man. Spend a trillion dollars on research and development for the stupid Lockheed Martin F-35 airplane that crashes, just crashes by the runway. I saw it fly overhead. I saw this airplane fly overhead like an hour before it crashed. And like a tr it's the most expensive weapon in American history. And it's crashing. But yeah, take a drug test and jump through all these hoops and we can only pay you $15 an hour. But this million dollar, multi-million dollar freaking aircraft over here that cost a trillion dollars to, to develop it just crashed. Oh yeah, taxpayer money. Sweden, Finland, where you at? Sweden, where you at? Sweden has generous welfare programs, social programs to make sure people aren't begging for money in front of the store, on the street, starving because they don't have a job. They didn't solve all their problems with a job. It's like, dude, having a job doesn't solve all your problems. Sometimes it just complicates your life even more. You're not making enough. You get all depressed. Your entire life is gone because you're up like eight hours a day or more, stuck inside, all cooped up, working with people that don't appreciate you, don't like treat you less than human if you're working in retail. Excuse me, waiter, how much are these? How much are these? Are these on sale? Can you, can you get him to give me a discount at all? Like, this is not going to work much longer, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the sentiment, <laughs> I know it's just Reddit, I know, but there's a lot of people there that are very unhappy with the situation. And the only, like, I walked out a year ago. I walked out. I was like, I'm not doing this, man. I don't care what happens, but I'm not going to throw my life away like this. There's a lot of people that are scared to walk out. So I'm not going to, hey, that's up to you. Be brave if you want, but whatever. Yeah, I did it. And yeah, I'm probably going to be homeless. But like, uh, 
one of the commenters or posts says like you're, you're gonna have to be a martyr here you're if you're gonna if you're gonna do it you have to do it i know it probably shouldn't be comforting to read some stories of people being scared about the future and nervous and sad that shouldn't be a comforting reassuring thing but it is because i'm not the only one who's scared and, and nervous and, and doesn't know what to do i already did what everyone told me to do and it didn't work at all i got screwed there's no help there's no help whether the it's crooked cops or what the hell i don't know what's going on but you can't call 911 for help because they don't care no matter what your story is unless you have it on video then they'll maybe slow down and, and listen. But people are miserable. People are miserable. Because you can't get anything if it, for less than $5, it seems like, these days. It, man, it's, I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. It's just corporate greed, steamrolling right on through. Companies like eBay, freaking garbage companies like eBay, Repo companies that just, my God, just don't care. They don't care about your life or they just know that you're behind on your payments. So they're following you around in trucks and stuff. It's so, it's disgusting, man. And we're allowing it. We allowed it for some reason. Get your drug test. Come on, make $12 an hour. Make $15 an hour and pay however much to get to work, $5 a gallon. Four dollars for a gallon of milk for your cereal breakfast. Yeah, five dollars for the eggs. That's a freaking hour's worth of work right there. Just those three items. There's one eighth of your day down the drain, and on top of that, you're paying taxes to fund Lockheed Martin. Your taxes are going to fund keeping Lockheed Martin in business so they can build these crappy planes that crash and try and sell it to the world. It's so gross, man. So no, I'm not getting just a, any job right now. I'm not going to work it. I'm not. I'll be on the street. I'm, I'm preparing for it. Or, or maybe I'll land something good. Maybe I'll land something that actually pays a living wage. Well, I'm not counting on it. And I'm not counting on anyone trying to help me at all. There's only been a few that have. <laughs> if I ever come up, trust me, like, I'm giving them what I owe them. I'm looking forward to it. But if you don't do something, if you don't quit, if you keep, in, if you keep allowing this to happen, it's going to keep happening. Ruin solutions to go on strike but, or make a, a unionize. But that's very complicated. Look at Starbucks. That's, a, that's complicated stuff, and that's a grind to, to accomplish. That's not just an overnight thing. What they used to do when they were making, building those railroads, they would just go on strike. Wouldn't work. They wouldn't build the railroad. They wouldn't work on stuff. So nothing got done. Until that happens, this machine, this meat grinder, and poor people are going to keep getting grinded up. I can promise you that. Because what I've experienced over the past six months is designed 
to keep you down there in that hole. So yeah, it's up to you. It's going to suck. <laughs> it sucks. I can tell you firsthand experience. No second chance for me. I thought maybe, I thought maybe, but I don't get one. Not without a bunch of conditions and strings attached. I don't, there's no stability here for me. Not anytime soon, not that I can see, not, nothing. Until those doors of opportunity open that everyone told me were just waiting for me, go to school, go to school. Get high honors, make the dean's list, yeah. Go to class, A+, plus. doesn't matter. Get a job, just get a job you don't like. You're, you're old anyways. So stupid, man. Yeah, that way we can pay taxes for that F-35. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest.